I'm good. You sound like a whole new person. <laughs> I, uh, I had a few minutes to woo-saw. To what? Woo-saw. Oh, is that your meditation breathing? No, I just say that. Have you seen Bad Boys 2? That's like one of my favorite movies oh, ever God, of no. all time. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Okay. Well, I think I've seen the first one. I don't, I mean, one, I feel like I've probably seen the second one, but I don't know that I would know enough to differentiate between the two. Okay. Well, usually sequels suck, but I think that the second Bad Boys is way better than the first. Okay. They're in Miami. doesn't matter. Anyways, Martin Lawrence has to go to therapy and his like woo-woo therapist makes him like rub his pressure points on his ear. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like woo-saw. And like there's Martin Lawrence like rubbing his pressure. <laughs> so like throughout the movie, he's like woo-saw. So now I just say that all the time. Like. I have to woo-saw and I have headphones on so I can't rub my pressure points, but um, yeah, Kaya's still screaming. Is she? Oh, what was that poor kid? Yeah. <laughs> poor mom. And then I, I thought like, somebody is- was knocking at the door, so then Charlie started barking, but there was no one at the door. It was my neighbor's door because I have my headphones on, you know, so everything sounds oh, yeah, like, so weird. Yeah, you couldn't tell. Yeah, and I think it was DoorDash, but I was like, DoorDash doesn't knock, so I don't know. It sounded like a food They do sometimes with us. Oh, do they? Depends, or they ring the doorbell, which is even more annoying because um, how do a life mate could be napping at any given time? And then, of course, when the door, we have a ring, so it rings wherever there's an Alexa in the house. (laughs) There's just, like, noise coming at you from everywhere. Everywhere, and then the dogs are already, like, the dogs know, you can't sneak up on my house. The dogs will know you're there. The ring tells me when I have movement at the front door. Mm-hmm. You don't need to ring the bell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to put one of those signs. Like when, when people have like young babies, they don't, you know, because right, you're baby have, sleeping. You, don't knock. You never know when the baby's going to be sleeping. I feel like I need one with heterolive. Yeah. Because of his weird hours. hours. Totally. And then now he's sick. He has the man flu. So um, he came home from work early today, and he actually already called out for tomorrow, which oh, is good. Oh, no. You know? Does he have yeah. a fever? Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten close enough to him, I don't think. Are to- you quarantining away from him? Well, I mean, not not really quarantining, but, like, I'm just kind of staying away just because I don't want – I'm not, like, making out with him. Right. You know, because I don't want all that. And, and he, I mean, whatever bug he's got, I don't know. So he does this thing when he gets hot um, – when he gets hot – when he gets sick. And and I just say this because I'm, like, sweating like a goddamn pig, and I have to check, check our um, – our, whatever thermostat yeah that that thing thank you he does this thing where when he gets sick where he um wraps himself up in like seven layers of clothing he gets himself really really hot Mm -hmm. curls up under the blankets whatever he like sweats it out good for him whatever you know whatever that that does for him he believes that it works so whatever let him do it yeah yeah for sure Um, i need to make him your lemon and ginger and mint Mm -hmm. is it was it mint no i would just do for this to just do lemon and ginger okay it's like upper respiratory ah nonsense you could do i would just do the ginger a lot of ginger a lot of ginger yeah yeah what did i put in before mint ginger and lemon you mix all three yeah okay so no mint this time just the ginger i would do the ginger and lemon and and lemon okay yeah um so Poor he's got guy. like the like I I'm always hot anyway, right? Because the MS, I'm always hot. And then our weather here, as you know, it's been right. jacked out. It's like in the mid 60s today. 
so Mm -hmm. that's like super hot for me so i'm just like oh sweating because he he's trying to have i mean he doesn't have it an unreasonable temperature in here Mm -hmm. you know it's not like the thermostat isn't at an unreasonable temperature it's that i require it to be at an unreasonable temperature low you know right cold like my request is kind of unreasonable um so he's, you know, so I don't know. So I can't have well, it. Well, I don't have MS. I'm just fat. So I like to keep it cold because I already have enough. I have enough. Uh, what do you call it? Um, padding. I don't know. Insulation. Is Insulation. that what it is? Yeah. I seriously, I keep my apartment at 66 and I'll just layer Kaya up. But Kaya yeah. doesn't like to wear clothes. I mean, it could be 66 degrees in here. Neither which, do I. So. Yeah, and she'll be like walk, running around half naked, no socks on, pulling clothes off. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Told you. Spirit animal with carrots up her nose. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> she started, I put, oh, oh, sorry. sorry. No, you go ahead. I was like, we're waiting on our, our special guest um, host, who's uh, Hannah Kahn was still out. So we have special guest host filling in for her. But while we are waiting on that person, maybe we wanted to do just like um, Thousand Pound Sisters. Yeah, I don't I'm down. You read my mind, actually. I was, I was going to say, let's do that. We were going to yeah. switch it. Let's just do that. And then when they join us, they join us. Sounds good. All right. So okay. we're, we're doing season four, episode nine, Walking on Eggshells. I'm not yes. even going to recap last episode because it's the same shit every week. It's I said this week, yeah. There's just... <laughs> All right. So we see uh, Amy or Amanda and Misty moving pumpkins. And they ask Michael to help do physical labor, which he moves really slow. Um, <laughs> it's Michael being useless. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a bingo square? It was. We didn't play bingo this week, but yeah, it is. It ah, is a bingo square. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we were too distracted we were too old lady this week like we all had just a lot going on like one had like construction people at our house doing some renovation you know like Ah. uh, you know some work on their house the other one had you know a contractor I was like I don't remember what oh I had like I don't I don't know what I did but but we were all just like old and couldn't focus and we're too distracted and we couldn't handle doing the watch the show text with each other and do bingo (laughs) I hear you I hear you well uh they're all sitting around talking and Amy's talking about how Tammy told a guy she loved him after an hour of knowing him and then she tells all of her family that Tammy's getting married in two weeks Mm -hmm. oh yeah Um, Amanda's very concerned which I feel like she has a reasonable head on her shoulders and is always worried about everyone else yes um, uh yeah yeah so um <laughs> just looking at my screenshots from this <laughs> oh did you get some good ones i got some good ones there's um like what if he's a serial killer outside of the yeah. nursing home <laughs> it's big boy season let's do this oh that would be um, a good meme it's the big boy season one yeah, I I made a gif out of that. And then I got another one of um but she but she don't because she thinks with her cooter. Yes, yes. <laughs> we did have some good quotes on this episode too today. Yeah. We had a, we had a few good ones. Two two sperm whales in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I've got that. Um 
So yeah, good. so they're talking about like about whatever. Like uh, Tammy, did, yeah, obviously she doesn't know this guy very well, but you know that's how she always is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we gonna do? And here's my thing, like. Do you like you know that saying anything to her is not gonna help? Like she's not gonna right. not marry him. Do you still express all your concerns and and not support her, or do you support her because she's your sister and she's gonna do yeah. what she wants to do anyway? I would is that express, what family does? I'd express my concerns, but then also support her. And then when something goes wrong, be like, "I told you so," and then feel better about the whole. Don't thing. be say I told you so. That's <laughs> the worst. That's uh, the worst. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> no just be there for them yeah but the thing is i think that they're constantly there for her and then she abuses them so at some point yeah i feel yeah. like you gotta put it's your foot down and be like i told you so yeah I, I mean and even at the end of this episode we just see how tammy's expectations of what amy should do for her are pretty high with two weeks notice so it's just like come yeah. on Ugh. yeah her dollar tree rehab wedding which god bless them they made it happen yeah and it was like okay let's get some some you know fake sunflowers from from dollar tree i love me some dollar well dollar 25 tree now but i love <laughs> me some dollar tree they open a brand new one right near me uh-huh oh, it's like my gym and then there's a brand new goodwill and then there's a Dollar Tree. And it's oh, like nice. It's like the trifecta. It's beautiful. And then there's a Chinese like buffet place on one end and a McDonald's on the other. It's like, it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Oh, that's funny. Yep. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, so, well, speaking yeah. of Dollar Tree <laughs> stuff, so we see Tammy and Caleb on FaceTime. I guess they're calling in production. And Caleb's like talking about how, oh, she's so sweet. I had to take the chance. And I'm just like take the chance huh which i mean you've known her for three weeks like what kind of well he's been stalking her for like we don't know how long right 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 and right. of course <laughs> Amy says she wants to get married at the rehab center so she can be with all of her friends who are residents which i totally get but... i get that that's cute yeah 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 <laughs> when he when they asked uh, or somebody asked what their honeymoon goals are i think the producer and he said that the goals are just to sit next to each other and hold each other. I'm like, shit, that's just me. Like on a normal day, I would like to <laughs> hold myself and not be bothered. I mean, that sounds like wonderful. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know. Like they, they, uh, do they realize the logistics of their life? Like no. she, he hasn't had surgery yet. They both have trachs. Are they going to, she's well, supposed to get hers out soon. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor they're not together anymore. Oh, God. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's a rumor, so who knows? I saw it online somewhere. Well, in different places. I can't even cite my sources. I just saw it in passing on a few places. Saying <laughs> that it. um and scrolling that Tam Amy did move in with Tammy with the kids. And because Tammy's away from Caleb while he's still in rehab and she's right, out. Like I, you right, know, that the distance has been difficult for both of them. And that they may not be together anymore. So I don't know if that's oh. true or not. I'm just throwing it out there. But obviously real life shows up when you're, we talked about last week, like when you're outside of a, I don't want to say fake setting, but an unrealistic setting. Right. That's my point is like, yeah. do they realize the logistics of this? Because like he hasn't had surgery. He's still there. She's ready to be released as soon as she gets her trach out or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's going to go home. He's not. Right. 
provided he does get a surgery, we don't even know how far away he is from getting his surgery. Like if he's going to get approved, I, we don't know anything about his journey with, with Tammy. We knew cause we've been following her for four seasons, right? We've been following, right. we know where she's at. He has to go through all those same things. Like we don't know where he's at. So even assuming, so pretend like he's going to be getting home, you know, within a month, you know, that's still like Tammy needs somebody to take care of her still. Right. You know, even though she won't have the trach and she's smaller because she has lost a considerable amount of weight and stuff, she still needs like she's no she's never taken care of herself. Like no, and I she think her personality, I think if anything happens, she's gonna continue to lose the weight because she's gonna be so in love with him that she's gonna wanna take care of him. It's not even gonna be about her anymore. She's gonna wanna like take care of him. That's my thing. You I'm think, like, I don't think, I think she's, so. I don't think she's going to take it that far. You don't think so? I think she's going to be sad and lonely and depressed. And well, he's never going to get here. So then she's going to fall into her old patterns. Then, yeah. Hmm. So like, I don't know. I like hope the people not. get themselves rearrested to go back to jail. I, yeah. I, I don't and then, well, another thing I saw online was somebody posted a picture of running into Tammy and Amy in the airport and Amy or Tammy was in her wheelchair and this fan took a picture with her and she looks great. Like she lost Why even she more weight. Oh, well, she's still big. I mean, walking through the airport, you know, but yep. And then we see Chris and Amy at the gym and Amy's wearing a black tank top that says, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> deal. I'm kind of a big deal. As we say in Maryland. Jamie um, <laughs> says it's a cold day in hell since Tammy is getting married so oh yeah so um not a whole lot happened in this episode but then the the thing that they're doing is the why you have to get married so fast Mm -hmm. are you pregnant well she was asking it but she was talking about babies and did i not say during that episode however many episodes ago it was said i bet you they're planting that specifically because they're setting it up for when she gets married yep they're wanting to tie that whole storyline together definitely yep like i've been watching freaking tlc shows for (laughs) you could definitely not even be like a producer you could be like an executive at tlc (laughs) forget production like you need to just run everything on tlc (laughs) no 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 no. Uh, not enough showers clean me from there well at this point in the gym that's when amy says that Caleb could be a stalker, serial killer, which stalker check, serial killer, uh, question mark. Probably. I know. I think there's, there's an episode of Dateline, um, where, um, it's like literally called like too fat to murder or too fat to kill or something. What? Yeah. Cause that's, that was that person's defense. (gasps) Oh. what was and i and i've seen i mean the the episode is otherwise not very compelling so i can't remember the details of it about why that was the way that it was uh-huh but um yeah so that's what i was thinking of when when they were saying serial killer i'm like no i'm like he's kind of crazy you know yeah. and weird because he stalked her and got himself admitted there i mean obviously he needed to go somewhere anyway you know right so definitely well go to the place with the with with the hot tv star like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know <laughs> but you know what if all this ends up being that he gets healthy and he's not crazy and he ends up being normal then it, i mean maybe the stalking was worth it i guess i don't know 
I don't know that I want to encourage that kind of behavior. I know. But uh, yeah. Ex- I, I mean, there's just... a line between doing your research and being like assertive right. to go after what you want and right. stalking. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh my God. Um. So yeah, is she pregnant or is she not? She's not pregnant. She's not she, pregnant. There's no way. no way. How 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 are they? How how is that physically possible? No. It's it's not. It's right. not. Um, and then Amy says she's been working out by lifting the kids up and down. I totally get that. Yeah. Today, today on the playground, there is like a seesaw. And of course, Kai is like 30 pounds, not even. And I'm I'm not even gonna say how much I am. But I put her on one side and I was like using both arms to push down. And then she wanted me to squat. So I was trying to do some squats. And um, I was like, oh my God, up and down, up and down. She was yelling at me, Mama, more. Mama, yeah, oh my God. You're like, I'm oh. too out of shape. I can't push and pull. I don't want to do these squats anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so then we see Tammy and Amy talking, and Tammy wants Amy to be the maid of honor. And Tammy is kind of selfish and thinking Amy can drop everything in two weeks, which is kind of what we talked about before by getting decorations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Amy says something about a seascape theme. And Tammy says, I don't want anyone with free willy signs. I was like, oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah. So, oh. That is selfish. I'm sorry. Two weeks? She has two children. And she's supposed to like plan a wedding. All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break right now. We'll be right back. And now back to the show. What else so, you got? So then we see Chris, Brittany, and Amy, and all of the family driving headband. to see Tammy. Yeah, she 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 had some serious headband action going today. It was like covering her whole head. Mm-hmm. And then Amy says in the car that Tammy likes to change her man, like she likes to change her underwear. <laughs> and then that's what she 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 actually wears underwear i don't know i mean yeah i don't know i would would be easier for her to just like not i mean i'd like free free yeah like free ball it yeah is that easier for her i wonder only there was someone we could ask yeah you have to take your underwear off and on i can see why that would be yeah easier to just not have it on or wear a dress right Mm mm-hmm yeah okay all right what well, else then we, then we see caleb meeting the family at the rehab center and amy for, like finally sees how much weight that tammy has lost in person mm-hmm. and caleb says he isn't quote too far behind tammy in recovery but he hasn't even had surgery yet so he hasn't had the surgery really yeah yeah so, and he's got a trach still and no surgery so i don't think that that's factual yeah and then he said he coded a couple of times at the center I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. Yeah. Coded or had Tammy to like monitor his oxygen level, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Did he get snot boogers in his trach like Tammy did? Is that the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. Then Caleb says that love is fighting for, worth fighting for, and through anything. Through anything. Yeah. Then we see Brittany and Amy bringing Tammy wedding dresses to try on. And this was kind of fun. This this was kind of funny. It was nice to see Amy having fun with her. Yeah. And she brought the groomsmen outfits and Caleb. I was like, wait a second. 
you're doing too much now. Like, yeah, now she's doing all of like, what, what? <laughs> that man can't order something online and have it sent to the rehab center. Maybe they had it all sent to Amy's and Amy just brought it all. Nah, Maybe. she picked that out. Like, <laughs> I found this. Like, what? But I like how she was like, this is an antique tablecloth. Yeah. This is she, a shears. Tammy's like, what are you bringing me? That's ugly. Like, why are you bringing me that? Yeah, this is a sheer tablecloth. I was like, oh my God. And then she talks about a pure white dress and how Tammy can't wear it because she's not a virgin. And then Tammy <laughs> says that she Amy needs to wear a black dress because she's a demon. <laughs> I was like, I love them. And I miss a funny scene. This yeah, was I, a, that there was a funny scene. I really I did enjoy it. I miss the two of them together for sure. All right. So then we see Chris sitting down with Caleb for a one-on-one man talk. And he asks a little bit about him. Caleb says, hey, I'm 39. I've never been arrested or been in trouble. I'm like, that's the first thing you say? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if <laughs> that's your selling point. You'll have to lead with it, I guess. Right. What else you got. <laughs> you and don't have like a job, a solid job in the house to right. bring home to. So lead with what you got. <laughs> and then it was weird too because Chris was asking him about like his previous jobs, and he said that he worked as like a tree trimmer, which I don't know how long ago that was because he's a pretty big dude. So I I don't know how long ago that was. And then in fast food, which even in fast food, you're standing on your feet all day and you're running yeah. around doing stuff. So yeah. I don't really know when the last time he had a job was. Um, then we yeah. see. I mean, that's Chris. the thing is like these two are just playing like they're playing like grown up, right? Like, oh, we're going to get married and we're going to have this whole thing. And like, girl, live happily ever after. We're like, where? What? Yeah. Like how? With your yeah. n- round the clock nursing care and your side by side wheelchairs and trach oxygen tubes, like, yeah, Ugh. like I'm totally for them dating and getting yeah. to know each other, but getting married, yeah, that's a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Oh, just shows you how they view the world, though. Like their yeah. worldview is that that's well, and Tammy has been treated so badly that she sees somebody that is giving her positive attention that seems like a nice guy yeah. it's like she's eating yeah. it up no pun intended <laughs> yeah and it's somebody who's not an eater so i mean a feeder yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's the eater well i guess he is an eater he's not a feeder <laughs> right <laughs> like her other boyfriends have been and it's not like drugs and alcohol like some of her other friends have been and stuff mm-hmm. so i mean from that perspective i mean the fact that he's never been in jail like it is probably a good thing that is right one of his better his better assets what are you gonna do yeah and um chris says that he calls tammy queen tammy and that that's how she well gee because that's what her instagram is name is and he stopped her on instagram jesus and then chris says he'll be thanking jesus for the ass he has left on his body after tammy gets done with him from chewing on his ass off uh, uh, all the time and Kayla's like well, they, we calm each other down I'm like oh okay <laughs> hey you know what maybe they'll prove us wrong and they'll be happily ever after and this is what they need in their weight loss journeys at this point mm-hmm. all right yeah. and then we're getting ready for the wedding day the whole family's getting ready to go to the rehab facility or they're on their way to the facility and Amanda asks, hey, is he even mobile? And, you know, what's his status? And does he have a trach? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And, then oh, yeah. goes, All right. and then she goes on to say, how are they going to consummate the marriage? And that's when she says they have cranes up in them rooms, like do sperm whales. And you made the noise better than I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Chris, Chris says he doesn't want to think about it. 
What if they were rubbing trachs together and she got pregnant? Oh, it's <laughs> wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, yeah. And Amanda <laughs> doesn't want Tammy to be a mom in the rehab facility. She's not pregnant. No. And then Amy says he probably hasn't seen his wiener in five years and it's dangerous for Tammy to get pregnant right now post-surgery. And that really completes the episode. So next week we get to see them getting married. Uh-huh. And she's not going to be pregnant. I guarantee you guys that. No. no. All right. Not at all. Um, okay. So we're going to move on to my 600 pound life. Um, we have a special guest host here for that. Um, Hannah Kawa, as you can tell, is not here again today, unfortunately, but we have our special guest host. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. You guys, do you guys know who we have with us? It's Wes. We have Wes again. And who better to talk about my 600 pound life than someone who was on it? Uh, Wes, introduce yourself. Hello, my lovelies. How are you guys doing? (laughs) We are fantastic. Great. (laughs) Before I start off, I want to say thank you for having me. And I want to ask you, are we loving ourselves today? You know what? Mm. I have taken a little page from the West playbook. And I mean, I have, a, so I think sometimes you just got to dance naked to Lizzo. Like that's like a thing I, I think everybody needs to do. But mm-hmm. outside of that time, just like being around the house, like I've been wearing like crop tops or like my sports mm-hmm. bras or something mm-hmm. where I don't really have like, you know, the 20 year old gym body you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i've been walking around showing it off because i'd love my body i'd love it Thank love my belly go. gonna do there it go. gonna do you it gotta, for you you gotta love the body you have because that's the body you have right now doesn't mean you can't work on it see you're beautiful there. you're Get beautiful it. because we're all beautiful Woo. there you go <laughs> see? you gotta love the body you have now because it's the body you have and like i said doesn't mean that you don't work on it right doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge that you might there might be some things you need to lift up on it you know just because (laughs) just because you fix the golden gate bridge just because you put some new wires on it don't mean that that golden gate bridge isn't beautiful don't mean that you don't love that golden gate bridge it just means that you love that golden just means that you love that Golden Gate Bridge so much, you're going to keep working on it so it stays around even longer. That's right. There you go. As a San Francisco native, I appreciate that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have a question. Before we move on to my 600-pound life, we have a question about that we are asking on 1,000-pound sisters. Uh-huh. They said that Tammy changes her boyfriend more than she changes her underwear. And that got me thinking about somebody her size changing her underwear and the logistics of that. Would it just be easier for her to wear like a dress or a big shirt and no panties and just free ball it? 100%. Yeah. 100% it would be. Okay, this might be TMI. (laughs) Nothing is TMI here. Nope. (laughs) I haven't owned a pair of underwear since i was 17 there you go oh my gosh there you go yes i'm a man with hips and curves and i've got thighs on me and it just it's just easier 
just easier than pulling on a pair of undies every all the time. And yeah, it's easier I get it. and it's and it's more comfortable. And you know, to be quite honest with you, it you know, when you are somebody that is the size that I was, even the size that I am now, you know, I am in Tammy from my my thousand pound sister size territory. Mm-hmm. Or I was, especially then, you know, or she's she's lost quite a bit of weight now, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, we were very similar size for many, many years. And, um, and so, you know, one of the big things about that is your body change, your, literally your body shape changes constantly, especially when you have lymphedema. Um, I don't know much about her medical condition but I would not be surprised if she didn't have lymphedema at some point especially in her thighs Mm, um and if she did you know and it was anything like mine was uh my swelling I could I could put this way my thighs could gain five inches in a day Oh, wow. Just from the swelling, the swelling, just from the swelling and stuff. And then, and then they could deflate and be seven inches thinner than they were yesterday. Right. Mm. You know, and, and that, and we're talking within a matter of five hours. So imagine trying to wear underwear, oh. you know, <laughs> I, I, I know it sounds funny, right? But just logistically. Yeah, I mean, but that's, I uh, think, a legitimate question that I, yeah. I was like thinking about it. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like imagine, imagine trying to wear underwear. Like for me, like the really the reason why I stopped wearing them was because the it, they became so, the constriction became so tight on my thighs when I was in school, sitting in school, that it, it would, it would, my thighs would start to throb and they would oh. hurt because. They would cutting swell, off the so circulation. It would at that cut point. off the circulation to be like wearing a rubber band around. Oh, wow. Yikes. That hurts. And then after a while, once you get to a certain size, they just don't make them to fit you anymore. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. there's that too. Yeah. I mean, huh. huh? Okay. So that answers that question. Um, so the other question I have for you is are you going to regale the listeners with your um hotel story? or or not um we didn't get to tell it on the last (laughs) your last appearance i am in love with Um, your hotel room story and i would love for you to share it um but well you know as i told you the things that we do in pursuit of good dick right right (laughs) right so, so you know i was losing weight i had i had lost a lot of weight i was out of my little, out of my little, um, my little bubble. I was in the city and, you know, it had been a long time since I had been with anybody. And so I was feeling myself. And so, you know, I started looking for some men and I found a guy and he, you know, was wanting things and he wanted some pictures. And so I decided (laughs) to take some pictures for him and, um, what kind of pictures did he like, Wes? He wanted some. He wanted some bedroom boudoir photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a picture of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had men ask me that before, and like I've literally had to tell them, "I'm like, look, you've never been with a man my size before, have you?" And they're like, "Of course I have. I love men your size." I'm like, "No, you haven't, because if you had, you would realize that there's no way in hell I can get a picture of that for you." <laughs> 
<laughs> Think about it. How you am don't I? have one just on hand that somebody took for right. you? I have one just on hand and like, how am I going to hold the camera and that angle and bend over and do what I got to do to get that picture for you? Like, <laughs> it, like it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like, okay, I can't so uh, what kind of pictures were you attempting to take then? Well, he, he asked for... Um, he asked for like a picture of me on all fours, right? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so I misjudged the the placing of the mattress. <laughs> on the bed, and, like in this hotel room, like yes, the, I yeah, misjudged the-, the placing of the mattress on the bed. And keep in mind, I had just gotten out of the shower because I wanted to be nice and clean, right? So. And so I'm, I'm, I'm moist, as they say, and, uh, and I'm, I'm slippery and I'm slippery. Right. And then I go to like, slippery hop on what? this mattress and it's like, it's like six inches hanging off of the edge of the bed and I didn't realize it. And so like one leg, like the, my right leg goes on the edge of it that has nothing underneath it. And the whole thing just flips up and I go down like a two ton of bricks. Hang on to a sack of potatoes. And trying to picture this. And I'm just like, I wish he had video so people could actually see his hand gestures right now. And so like, and so like I go down, the the mattress goes up, the the uh the phone flies everywhere. I'm grunting like a pig. I hit the ground, I go rolling. Uh, at this point, it's like fight or flight kicks in, and my adrenaline hits. I'm trying to get up, but because the mattress is like <clears throat> hanging off of the bed, like I and I'm like I'm stuck between the mattress and the entertainment center, so there's no room for me to like turn around. So I can't turn around. And keep in mind, I was at that point I had been 700 pounds for over a year, so I couldn't reach my toenails. So my toenails were real long, oh, and oh, I couldn't. Oh. Yes, and I couldn't get. I couldn't get my feet from underneath me. So like I, I like I was on my knees, which hey, that's a place I'm very familiar with. But you know. <laughs> same Wes. Yeah, same. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I hadn't been on them in a while. So, you know, like my body was like, oh, honey, please. We're not ready for this yet. And so like I'm trying to like get off of that. I'm starting to sweat is just like starting to pour down me. And I'm trying to like get up. I'm trying to get up, trying to get up, rocking back and forth. Like the last guy, like the guy from the I know, last I was episode say, of my six and a pound life, you know, that's, I took some notes on that. We're like, you, you lose, you use velocity to like move your body. And like, I'm like that. rocking, <laughs> right? I'm like rocking and rocking and rocking. And I get my foot underneath me finally. And I, and I still don't have the strength to pick it up. So then like, I have to move it back on back out of me. And as I'm moving it back out of me, my toenail snags the carpet and it just, just like rips off. Oh. And so at that point, I'm like, oh girl, fuck it. You don't fucked up. Like <laughs> your your toenail is hanging off. What is going yeah. to your head at this point? Well, your first thing, your first thought is get off the fucking ground. Get up off the ground. Come on, bitch. <laughs> ain't no dick worth it. Ain't no dick worth dying on the ground. Like, ain't no dick worth dying on the ground. How you gonna tell your what you gonna tell your family? What you gonna tell your family? How you gonna tell people? What you gonna tell people? Why you gonna tell people? How you gonna tell me you lied on the ground? 
what are you going to tell he you? He died doing for? what he loves. <laughs> right? He died in the pursuit of good dick, and I didn't even get to taste it, right? <laughs> like, and so, like, um, and so, like, uh, so finally, I was like, I can't get up. I, I, I can't get up. So I just, yeah, I literally just gave up and, like, like, oh, rolled back on the floor, laid back there. And then I was thinking, wait a minute, I'm in the hotel. The camera crew was like two floors down. This would make some great TV. This would make some great TV. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Missed opportunity. I, right. I called them. No answer. Whatever. So called them. No answer. Ended up having to call the front desk. So I had to explain to the front desk what happened. Of course, I didn't tell them I was trying to take, you know, pictures of me spread eagle on the bed or on all fours on the bed you know <laughs> so i was like oh i just got out of the shower and i went to sit down to dry off and i misjudged it and fell off and slipped off the edge of the bed girl i had this whole story played in my head like i mean i this is the same person here that you know told his father that when he was got caught sneaking a guy in the house at midnight that oh it was his drug dealer and not the guy he was getting out of you know <laughs> not the son <laughs> <laughs> that's the better alternative in your house <laughs> yes. yeah isn't that sad like to my dad it was okay like my dad was like why is there a, uh why is there a thug at my door at one o'clock in the morning and i couldn't tell him oh it's because he's give, been giving me dick for a month no 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 dad it's because i'm buying pot and my dad's words were oh okay well don't tell your stepmother right like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah i'm banging the weed dealer <laughs> yeah right exactly. well yeah i kind of was but anyway. <laughs> hey i didn't have nobody and i still wanted that weed so you know but <laughs> and so anyway so you know i call the front desk and they send uh like maintenance guy up there in security to help me. They can't get me up. Keep in mind, I'm still naked. <laughs> Are you like, still moist? Yeah, I'm still Did moist. You work up still, a sweat? I, yeah, I'm moist and now I'm damp. <laughs> you know. Did they I, cover moist, you up? Well, I'm moist, I'm damp. I got he a, has oh, a no, damp mattress on top of him. <laughs> There's right, blankets. Right. Yeah. Somebody could no, like, Ow. Listen, I'm moist, I'm damp, I got a toenail hanging off and blood shooting out of my foot. <laughs> and I'm, you know, and at this point, the adrenaline's wearing off. So now the pain is starting to kick in and I'm just laying there. I've got two grown men who weren't very attractive, by the way, standing <laughs> over me. At least like, come on, or I couldn't I have hot guys at least, you know, like standing over me. And they're like, well, we're going to have to call the fire department. I was like, oh my. Oh no! They said we're gonna have to call nine one one. And I knew when they said that, I was like, "Well, that means that means the fire department's gonna come." Because you know, that's like part and parcel with a fat person, right? That person, when a fat person falls and they call nine one one, that means they're sending the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> and so at that point, I looked at the bait guy and I said, "Well, could you at least give me that sheet and throw that sheet over me?" <laughs> And so, you had to tell him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, I got you. No, yeah, I got you. I'm like, yeah, are you fucking stupid? Like, come on, <laughs> my shit's hanging out here. You know what I mean? And so, like, they throw a sheet over me, and then uh, the fire department, the ambulance shows up, and they walk in, and they're like, is everything going okay? And they're like, uh, oh. 
and they just like stop and look there at really me, is a they, naked fat man on the floor that needs to be yeah, picked up okay yeah. <laughs> they, they walk in they're like is everything going okay oh oh and in the meantime while we're waiting for them to show up here comes the hotel manager it's like the hotel manager walks in and she's like hello sir my name is so-and-so i'm supposed to come introduce myself and i'm like hi how are you doing <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm trying to be composed. Are you enjoying meanwhile. the amenities at our hotel? No, your security guard is not hot enough. Right. <laughs> Did you tell 911 you called them for your toenail? <laughs> <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like trying to talk or trying to like remain like as professional as possible. Oh, thank you. Yes, you've got a lovely hotel. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, your your beds could use some work. You know, like, <laughs> they didn't want you maybe, suing that's what she, right. she was there she didn't want you suing right like yeah. maybe next time you're gonna have somebody of size maybe you don't give them a mattress that can slide away from the wall but that's you know besides the point yeah you wouldn't have thought about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the uh the ambulance shows up at the fire department and i think i think it takes like six or seven guys and they end up like taking the sheets off of my bed and like wrapping them around me, and then literally, yeah, right. Did they roll like, you? Wrapping... Did well, they roll you like they wrapped up a dead body and they're rolling the body out? No, no, it wasn't like a burrito, thank God. <laughs> but it was like it was like they took the sheets and they like. Do you know how like did you ever like take a towel when you were a child and like you like go like this with it that makes it, like a rope kind of thing? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and then so you they, wet they took, and you flick somebody with it? Kinda, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. So they, they took that and they like, so actually, let me go back a little bit. So I told the guy, I, I told the guys the, the story of, oh, I got on the shower and I was out on the edge of the bed and it fell off. And, uh, again, I went and told him I was trying to get some dick. And, um, <laughs> and um, I hope they're listening. And, I know. Right? And, okay. and, uh, and the, uh, and so, um, and he goes, okay. He goes, and I said, and then I mentioned, I said, you know, I'm here filming an episode of my six hour pal life. He goes, oh, he goes, you know, <laughs> he goes, I've actually been on a couple of those photos. I've been on a couple of those episodes for these, for some of those people that have fallen. He goes, I know exactly what to do. But he took, he took like, he took over the situation. I was glad he was there. He took over the situation. He's like, give me that blanket. Give me that sheet. Give me that sheet. And they took those sheets. And he he like, knew what to do. Me and he, yeah, he like put him behind me. And he got like three guys on this side, three guys on that side. And then a, a guy and two guys in front of me and one behind me. And he's like, on the count of three, we're going to pull. And they did it. And they got me up. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the Undertaker <laughs> coming up. Yeah, it's wrestling. Yes, it was just like. <laughs> that's what i'm picturing i'm totally picturing. <laughs> yes and it's just like they just kind of like rolled me onto my feet and then they got me on like i was like in a squatting position and then i just stood up and i was like oh okay here we are oh my god and then they and they just left <laughs> they wrapped up my foot and left <laughs> and your producers at my 600 pound life are kicking themselves for not having answered their phone because right. this would have been fantastic footage right and then well and then they, they graciously allowed me to stay one extra night to heal right oh and get some nice. dick yeah and <laughs> i did i got some i got some dick that night we yes we can't uh, end the story without knowing about that <laughs> no i well, not from it? that guy i found 
I found somebody else on Grinder. Uh, he was much better looking, by the way. He okay. came over, fed me some dick. He went home. Was it worth then, it? Yes, it was. All right. Excellent. Good dick is always worth it. <laughs> and then, as long as it's good, I guess that's my yeah. my question. Good I guess was, was it good? Gave me gave me his number, and then we hooked up three times since then. So, oh yes. There you go. Nice. Nice. So it all worked out in the end. Yes. Yes. All it As cost it was some dignity and a toenail. <laughs> <laughs> so, honey, I've lost that years ago. <laughs> oh, no. We'll be right back and we'll start in with my 600 pound life. All right. We're talking about my 600 pound life. Season 11, episode seven, Chris P's journey. AKA so, sub subtitle another mediocre entitled white man who thinks he I like more than Chris. Now. No, I didn't. Okay, I like Chris. Okay, can we so, can, can wait wait wait? Can we just stop and and take a moment to bask in the glory that his name is actually Christy? Oh my god! Okay, his name is Crispy. Fuck. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> holy shit. So Crispy <laughs> has mediocre white man syndrome. Just like that, that dude from Florida. It's the same dude over again. But he, this guy actually had real trauma and he had some real things happen in his uh-huh. life. Unlike mm-hmm. the guy from Florida whose biggest trauma was having to like move into his grandparents' house. <laughs> <laughs> at least this guy had real trauma okay yeah <laughs> so he's 36 years old and of course we start off the episode by seeing him waking up his troubles getting out of bed and as Wes said he has to kind of use momentum to, to kick rock. himself out of bed rock himself yes. up he got up pretty fast though once he did yeah. i was like all right good for, for him. a big guy he moves remarkably well he does no he did well, yes sure. but that's you know that's 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 you know uh, a body in motion stays in motion, right? That's, you know, that's oh yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is true. Right, you know, a body in motion stays best. in motion. I did yeah. want to say, I don't know if you. So these are little things that I noticed, and maybe I noticed them because I was there. But if you go back and rewatch it, look at his mattress. He didn't have any fitted sheets, right? I oh. guarantee you, he didn't have any fitted sheets, and that's a. a it's a common of, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a common thing. You don't have fitted sheets, A, because you're probably incontinent. Mm. Okay. And because I know I was at that size, you're probably incontinent. And so uh, it, it's just a pain in the ass to you have to change a fitted sheet five times in one night, right? Uh, and B. So you just put like uh, the B, pee pads down? Uh, you can, yes. But oftentimes when you're an adult and you're, oftentimes those, they have, they have uh, pee pads um that are reusable and washable you can get from um uh, amazon and you can buy them on a four pack of like for like 24 dollars. and um i used to buy those and i'd have to put like three down but remember when you are the size that we are you put those down if you lay on them you can't move because if you move then they crinkle and they roll and they mm. move with you because you're uh. so big, you move everything. And then if you are incontinent on top of them, then it just goes underneath it and ruins the mattress and soils it anyway, right? So mm. um, what I ended up doing was 
I actually bought a whole bunch of those and sewed them to the back of uh, flat sheets. And then I uh, used those as my sheets. But anyway, so I, I, these just little things I noticed with him, like he didn't have, he didn't have fitted sheets. Right. So that tells me a story of like, as you know, was he incontinent? Is there more mm-hmm. than, so, and I say this because it's like, is there more that was going on that he didn't share with us? I wonder why, this is the first time I've heard about the incontinence. And I'm wondering, have you Katrina heard about incontinence with like the size and have they well, ever talked about it on the show? Well, I don't, I don't know either. that they've talked about it. It's definitely something that my friends and I have talked about over the years because one of the bingo squares used to be spot the potty chair. Right. right. So mm-hmm. it always, because there was always a big potty chair in these rooms. And, and so it always got us talking. And sometimes you would see like the pee pads or people who are bed bound, you would definitely see them or, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, they don't often talk about it, but you wonder about it. Right. Yeah. So, so you start mm-hmm. thinking through the logistics of it and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we ever had an answer, nor did I ever connect the lack of a fitted sheet to the size. I always equated mm-hmm. that to, when they're living in like a hovel and it's like the mm-hmm, the hoarder's mm-hmm. house and everything is dirty mm-hmm. and gross and and nasty. Well, and 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 that could very well that could also be that could also be it or a part of it. But you know, I just I look at little things like that because right. I know for me in particular, like I stopped putting fitted sheets on my mattresses for a long time because of the incontinence because it was just easier to change a fitted uh, flat sheet than a fitted sheet because mm-hmm. I would go through two to three sheets a night. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and um, you know, and that's also why I was so homebound. I never left my house. I didn't go to hotel rooms very often because then I was away from the things that made it possible for me to live as independently as I did. Right. Just like, crispy right yeah, <laughs> he, was able, he, he was able to live independently but was he able to live independently because he could do that or was he able to live independently because he had his home set up in a way that made him that allowed him to live that way this is it's this is fascinating and i cannot wait to hear your commentary on the um rest of the the rest of the show because this is exactly why i'm thrilled that you're here because in addition to being funny as fuck i mean (laughs) that um i want to hear these things so um yeah so we have him catapulting or whatever himself up off the bed (laughs) which i mean let's be honest we've all been there right oh yeah Yeah. definitely Uh, I'm almost 50 years old. I can't get up off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me go to the shower scene where he says he can pretty much stand up for like five minutes at a time. And then he has to sit down. So that was like pretty uneventful. Um, He talks about his relationship with his daughter and um, his ex-girlfriend and her husband who all live like down the street from him. Okay. I got to stop for a second because... So he he met this woman who he says basically got turned off by him as he got bigger. He said they they stopped having sex, although he called it romantically something. I don't know. It was a it was a new way uh, I I heard it phrased. Um, basically, so they weren't you know she was turned off by him. They they broke up. She moved on. He got some opportunity to move to Oklahoma. He paid for baby mama. And mama's baby mama's new husband to move out there with him so they could all be together out there. Now, 
okay, great that you want to keep your family together, but you're paying to have, like, there's a level of codependency there that's just, like, he's not right in the head. Well, I took it as, I think, yes, codependent, yes. I think that, you know, he he never had that maternal, he never had a maternal figure constantly in his life right Mm -hmm. and so um from the from his backstory with his mother right he never had that female figure in his life so perhaps he met this woman online she fulfilled some need in his life right and then um he moved to rhode island to be with her right and then they what for whatever split up and they he he moved for work, but she had a child for him. And it's I, I took it as as you know there are a lot of women that say, oh, I had a child because that child will love me. At least somebody in this world will always love me. Mm-hmm. So I took it as like he was doing whatever he could to get the one person in this world that will always love him close to him. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking it was more like desperation to yeah, keep it's them together. not healthy. It's just well, not healthy. And, remember and he, too, no, it's not. Well, yeah. he also says he didn't make a lot of money and that this job opportunity was a lot of money and he couldn't pass it up. So I thought he was just doing the right thing by trying to salvage his family while still making a lot of money. I thought it was a good idea. I didn't think it was codependent. I thought it was smart. I definitely think it was, I think it was a little unusual. I will say though, kudos to him. Uh, I'm just going to call it his ex-wife because I would assume they were probably, if nothing else, yeah, uh, common law marriage at that point. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I, I, I would, I would at least give him and his ex-wife and her current husband kudos for at least having a very healthy blended family dynamic, right? Yes, clearly they do you know? because yes, later they show on. him they've got the other kid. They've yes. got his, you know, right. their baby, and the, right? And the who son calls him a stepdad. Of, that's that's exactly what I was going to say right you know and so that's good right as someone who comes from uh, I've had multiple step parents (laughs) Mm. you know and um someone who comes from that kind of family that's good to see that they at least have that kind of love right and they Mm -hmm. and and they it to me it looks like they at least love their children enough to allow their children not to feel as if there's something that separates them they love each other as siblings and right. it, it seems like they allow their children to live their lives as siblings together rather than they're siblings this week and the next week they're not siblings and then the next week they're siblings and then the next week they're not right, because they're right. shuffling from house to house if that makes right. any sense yeah i mean it sounds like i mean ultimately like the end result is a good thing as somebody who i you know i try to maintain a very you know, healthy dynamic in that regard for co-parenting purposes. Um, you know, and, and so I I totally appreciate that, but I think his motivations for doing it, um, mm-hmm. he might need some some therapy. He needs a little bit more Dr. P than I we had yeah. a lot of Dr. P this week, which was great. Um, but mm-hmm. um I feel oh, like we're he, gonna I have some opinions on that, by the way. Okay, then. Well, let's get there. What's next, Lexi? (laughs) All right. He talks about his his family dynamics, which we kind of got into a little bit, how his mom, Laura, just wasn't there. I mean, she was on drugs. Mm -hmm. She would go away for days at a time. 
sometimes eating was difficult because they didn't have enough food in the house. But then she went on to say that it seemed yeah. like there was enough food and he was overeating it. So I don't know what exactly is the truth. But at one point he was living in a homeless shelter. He bounced around from his aunt and uncle's house. I tend to, to believe his version of events oh, as yeah. far as there being like food scarcity and, you know, lack of food issues. And so you're going to eat as much as you can when you do get it. Because Yeah, I, agree. I don't if she's if she's a drug addict or former drug addict, whatever. Uh, you know, I I just don't buy her version of events at a time when she was using her, her perception is just going to be completely skewed. So mm-hmm. I don't believe her. <clears throat> yep, you know, so- something that I found something that I found curious was he said that when he went to live with his aunt, um, that he lost like a little over a hundred pounds or something, right? Yeah, he's playing football. Yeah, he was playing football and he lost like a little over 100 pounds or something. But then a little later on, after he'd started seeing Dr. Nelzarden and he'd lost, I want to say he'd lost at that point, like 75, 80 pounds. He made the comment, like he made the comment that this was the most weight he's ever lost in his entire life. And I'm like, but you said that you lost over 100 pounds when you were, when you were with your aunt. So like, this is nowhere near 100 pounds. So... <laughs> Uh, well you know as as someone who was on the show Mm -hmm. you know there's uh some things that I can and can't talk about as you guys know right right but I will just say that production effed up the editing (laughs) yeah there's some they ask questions in a certain way that they will then edit later yeah that they Make maybe it. they probably should have gone back and looked at the editing a little bit <laughs> <laughs> continuity errors yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah so he yeah yeah he had a pretty tragic um childhood backstory um uh yeah active addiction mom was active addict blah 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 blah, blah. i did like to see that mom was there for him now mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. good I like to see that. Um, and she seemed to stay with it throughout the whole episode. You're waiting for her, like the other shoe to drop. And I don't think it ever well, really did. But then, but then also he had a special needs brother, right? So, right. So like, that's another interesting dynamic to me is it's like, if she was allegedly such a horrible parent, which I'm not saying she wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. But then like, who was taking care of the special needs brother this entire time? Right. How old is his brother? Because he might be a lot younger than him. That was my only thought. Because if Chris is 36, his brother may be in his late 20s. Maybe he came after. I don't know. I don't he know. He looked know. younger, I, but I don't he know. He did look younger, but I thought, I know for, a, I know that she had, she, the mother had at least mentioned that when she was raising her children, mm-hmm. she talked about how she, you know, she thought, oh, maybe her son's food addiction came from if like her daughter didn't finish her food, then she would let one of her sons eat the food. Mm. And she said sons, plural. Okay. So unless he has another brother they didn't talk about, right. I would I would assume that it was that one, but it's like, okay, so you have a son that has special needs. Unless he just, unless he had an accident as a, as a teenager or- Right, or oh, adult, like wasn't always special needs or something. Right, you know, yeah, maybe he was like, with the father. Maybe it was yeah. a different father. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Well, then we get into the relationship about how he met his now ex, which we kind of talked about. So then we see his mom, Laura, in his townhouse. And they had been reunited after not being together or seeing each other for six years. Mm -hmm. It was like chill, like nothing happened. Hey, what's up, mom? Hey, like it's been six years. Yeah, Yeah, come on, mom. Which makes me think they totally hung out before this. And of course, they just felt. They're just trying to reenact. (laughs) Right, 100%. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. And then there was that awkward moment, too, of his daughter, Zoe, meeting grandma for the second time ever. It was like, hey, it's your grandma. Oh, hey, grandma. Hey. Like, weird hug. Yeah. She's like, do you remember me? And she's like, no. Yeah, but, no. yeah, I mean, I know that you exist, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of you, but. <laughs> yeah, and she's older than, I mean, she's, the, the, they haven't seen each other in six years and she's only met her once. That was really yeah. sad to me. I was like, what in the world? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then we go to month one. We see, oh, again, Zoe meeting the grandma for the second time. We see the big bowl of spaghetti with the bread <gasps> making the spaghetti sandwiches. Bowl. Yes. Listen, I love pasta. I could crush probably a whole bag of pasta if I wanted to. But mm-hmm. then to add on the bread, I was like, oh my gosh, he's doing it. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, the the well, milk. No, the milk. And then it made it Drinking just milk out of, made me milk. laugh because I was asking you about milk the other day. Oh, Wes. I hate milk. <laughs> Seeing him drink oh. the milk out of the jug. I was like getting nauseous just thinking about it. I hate milk. Ugh. I will just say for all the listeners out there, please remember, please, please, with all your hearts, remember that at the end of the day, this is a heavily produced reality show. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just remember, it is a heavily produced reality show. Okay, but he and... didn't get to be 700 pounds not eating that much pasta at a no i'm not saying i'm not saying that at all i'm not saying that it's not from overeating i'm just saying and i don't want to get sued here (laughs) (laughs) they may um enhance certain aspects i i would just say mm, can i say can i speak for you since i'm not on the show so i won't get sued Sure. Okay. So my guess is that the producers influence what they eat and how much they eat or, and whatnot, or appear how they're going to eat their to food. Appear, appear to eat on camera. Right. In order to show the audience, whatever they want the narrative to be for that particular person. And you can say yes or no, or, or nothing. So like they, for example, they might put a huge bowl of pasta in a serving bowl in front of him. And then at the end of the scene, show it empty. But did he really eat it all? or not that would be a very good question to want to have mm-hmm. hmm. maybe a person wants to eat one medium pizza but production's going to order 10 because why not 10 looks like better the, on camera maybe you're going to make 12 breakfast burritos and put did them you see the plate. breakfast burritos I, we didn't we didn't talk about this we have to back up talk yes. about his breakfast burritos because his breakfast burritos were way bigger than your breakfast tacos or whatever yeah. did you see how many burritos mm-hmm. he had mm-hmm well yes and as as part mexican the fact that he had store-bought tortillas broke my heart <laughs> yeah but those were, those say, look those those breakfast burritos <laughs> looked sad and pathetic um, i will just say maybe production maybe 12 breakfast burritos show up and maybe you only eat one to two 
And then the camera crew gets the rest. <laughs> or they just and take then, them off the plates. Because, well, here's yeah. a question. Why he had 12 breakfast burritos spread amongst like four plates. And then they show a later scene and there's like two burritos missing from each plate. Like, why wouldn't you do all that's on one plate first? Mm-hmm. Because okay. they, the production company sucks. They can't even get their editing correctly. They can't nope. get their... Um, they need, there's not <laughs> enough money. They don't care enough. It's like, maybe... Like it's kind of it's kind of like ask yourself um uh why would one of your cast members parents bring over an entire army's worth of barbecue and eat it in front of the cast member right, right. after they've had surgery when the cast members just could Can't just be eat eating it. jello yes and then and then they so and mean. then all the watchers wonder why is all that food there? Because the production told them to bring it over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Or was that for other people to eat afterwards? Oh. My question is, does production help in the kitchen when they cook all this food? <laughs> Do they just make them cook it by themselves? Make the guy sit in his chair and cook his 12 breakfast burritos. They're going to make 12 burritos. I was jealous about that, though. I was like, I didn't get to fucking sit down and cook whenever I was on the show. You should like, have I had a Yeti. To, you should have sat on a cooler right? or something. What? Like I had to stand up. I had to stand up and I, it was in the middle of fucking July with no air conditioner on <laughs> and and stand in front of a stove that was uh, propane. You told me it was fucking hot in my kitchen and I had to fuck. <laughs> and I was fat. I was fatter than him. <laughs> oh, I was so mad at this episode. I was like, this is the kind of treatment you get. Get me all riled up oh. about that shit. Oh, <laughs> speaking of how much he weighed, Chris eventually gets to Doctor Now's office. Crispy. 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 He must oh, be referred crispy. to as Crispy, <laughs> and he weighs six hundred and twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. His mom drove him down there, and there was a bunch of weather issues, but. That's not important. So they got they once safely. again underestimate the amount of time it's going to take him to drive to Houston, which is always a thing. yes. <laughs> but wait, I don't understand. Wait, I'm going to interrupt you. It took him 12 hours to get down there initially, but then when he drove himself, it took him six hours. It took him 7.5 hours to drive the first time down to Houston. His mom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At least that's I what they I took said. It took notes. him like 12, but I was like, well, Jesus they could have Christ. said both. That was him coming back. Their continuity editor took the day off. (laughs) It took 12 hours to have me back from Houston to because of traffic and the weather. Oh, okay. And I only know this because I'm typing up notes now. And so I Uh, (laughs) I'm remembering these like random numbers and details. (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Dr. Now asks him, why is he here? What What are his goals? And he says that his goal is to spend more time with his daughter and to be able to do things with his daughter, which I think is a good goal. He plays video games all just day. Say, yeah. Can, can we just say, like, he said that, and I think that's a really good goal. And then Dr. And then in Dr. Nalzardin's little clip in the hallway, Dr. Nalzardin's like, he doesn't really have any good goals for life. And I'm like, the man just said he wants to spend time, more time with his daughter. That's like the best goal out there. Right? <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of daughters, I was looking at Dr. Now's Instagram. And then I was like doing some stalking today. And I saw who he followed. And I saw this girl with his last name. So I'm like, that must be his daughter. Mm-hmm. And his, if it is, I don't know. She had his last name. 
Um, but she like makes earrings with his face on them and stuff and all this like artsy jewelry. And I was like, is that his daughter? Like that's funny. Making jewelry for like for the show. Why don't like, why don't you just look at uh who the well, we know her son. We know, yeah, yeah. His son yeah. is the production yeah. company. Yeah. And, yeah. and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jonathan. Good. Jonathan Zardin. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, and, it's, and his name is actually now Zardon. Now Zardon. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. All well, right. Dr. Nazardon doesn't, Dr. Think, doesn't <laughs> think much of Crispy's goal. Yeah. He says he wants him <laughs> to lose 80 pounds in two months. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we fast forward to month two. We see Chris doing some stretches. And Crispy. by the way, he's more fl- enough, right? He's more flexible than I am. I was like, wow. Okay, look at him go because yeah. I am not yeah. flexible. Mm-hmm. And we see him taking the trash out by himself, which he said was new to him, that he couldn't do that before. And he mentioned that his girl ex-girlfriend's husband comes over and helps a lot. So I'm assuming he probably takes his trash out and whatnot. Or and you know what? It. I I understand that because like for years I couldn't take my trash out. Like literally, my my trash dumpster was like two hundred feet from my back door, and like I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So like I understand like the accomplishment of being able to take your own trash out. It sounds so stupid. No, I get it. To, I get it. Like the to be able to be like okay, I need like I even do it now. Like I am so like I take my trash out like twice a day now just just because you can I, yeah because i could do it i'm like oh yeah. my god i can take my trash to the trash dump you know mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's the it's, little things i think that we take for granted every day yeah that can walk and and do the normal tasks that yeah i totally get that yeah yeah okay yeah. so then we see him playing the uh virtual reality like meta quest video game doing some movement on that which is awesome my dad has one of those things the virtual reality thing okay mm-hmm. so then we see zoe and chris eating healthy so he's making good meals we don't know his weight yet so we go on to month three now at this point chris drives himself back to houston himself where his mm-hmm. weight is 566 pounds so he has lost a total of 54 pounds and of course his goal was 80 pounds but that's he, okay. did, he did well not as well, well as he was supposed to have but you know the first mm-hmm. time around isn't always we you know we know this right because people right. don't realize exactly what portion sizes you know and all that stuff right now my thing is he tells doctor now that he eats for five days and then fasts for five days which makes me think is he binge eating for those five days even though he says he wasn't this is the beginning of his eating disorder yeah or that too because that's (laughs) significant like first of all if you were been even no matter what you ate for five days if you fasted for the next five days and you were 600 pounds you're going to lose more than 54 pounds i really i don't i don't know well um i i just off topic i'm so sorry to be distracted by this but off topic i just have to say how pissed i was when i was watching this episode and they allowed him to get a fucking haircut because you don't understand, you don't understand how pissed I was when I watched my show and I saw how horrible my hair looked and I looked like freaking the butler from Young Frankenstein with three hairs stuck across my forehead. And because they wouldn't let me get a haircut the entire goddamn time. And here this guy is like long hair, what up one frame, short hair the next. And I'm like, yeah. really? Like, and he shaved you know? his, yeah, he shaved his head yeah, and he was doing yes. that whole thing. I'm like, and here I am with, freaking comb over and i don't even do comb overs <laughs> anyway 
Stop okay. going back. Said, Fuck it. Said. He was like, I'm gonna do what I want. That's, that's my yeah. guess. I should have. I should have done that. I should have fucking done that. What are they gonna forever, do? Not film I, you? <laughs> right. Because right. now forever, I have fucking three strands of hair on my head for eternity. <laughs> you know, out on the goddamn internet with long scraggly pieces. Like I have a fucking skullet for the rest of my life on <laughs> the they, internet. If you ever film again, they're gonna make you wear a wig. If you want to cut your hair, right. you're looking like Fabio no. in the wind. <laughs> yeah. If we ever film again, there's gonna be a lot of changes. I can tell you that. Right. Just go, oh, look, how, look how much it changed. I'll be like, here's here's the jar of Vaseline. We're gonna spread that on the lids. Vaseline. You <laughs> <laughs> do not want to know where I was going with that. Back to your <laughs> hotel room in Houston. <laughs> oh my god. No, mm. no, no. That's that's what you use aloe vera for. That's really good loop. But anyway, um, my cheeks uh, hurt from laughing. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I need uh, to laugh. So you just um, need the oil-free kind, so it doesn't break the, down the silicone in the toys. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 Um, <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. Uh, so going going back to crispy. Um, crispy. What were we talking about? What did he I'm do? I'm so sorry. I got Oh, he lost weight fasting. We have fasting. Yes, he lost weight fasting. I don't know. I don't know about that fasting. That just, you know, that struck me as odd. Like fasting for five days is not healthy. Like not, I get not an expert on any of this stuff, but Dr. Now was like, okay, um, if you want to fast, try intermittent fasting. Right. It's healthier for you. There's a, like, I don't know why or what or whatever, but mm-hmm. I understand that that's healthier for you. I've done intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I remember, like, you know, there's scientific basis for these things. So for him to just decide right. on his own, oh, this is what I'm going to do because I'm a mediocre white man who knows better than the doctor. Well, right. And that all, but, and that all plays into like, you know, that's a common theme throughout this entire, like it ties into the end of the end of the storyline, yes, right? Yes, yes. And and tell yeah. me, tell me your thought process on that as we as we go through this, because like, okay, so he goes on, you know, the doctor approves him for surgery. He's like, Oh, well, yeah, don't don't want it. I'm because I, I can do this on my own, just like the guy from Florida. What talk to me, talk to me about I'll be that. Honest with that you, it, it pissed me off because there are people out there 100 there are other people out there that are desperate to get their hands on dr nels arden like mm-hmm. desperate dr nels arden whatever my personal feelings are about the man personally professionally that man is brilliant okay i am not knocking him at his skill he saved my life he knows okay? what he's talking about when it comes mm-hmm. to he knows what he's that. doing and there are people desperate to get his help right? Desperate to have the surgery. And for you to just be like, mm, no, I could do it on my own. Well, then why the fuck did you come here? If you could do it on your own. That's then, my point. Like that book that Dr. Nelzardin gave you, all those tips that Dr. Nelzardin t- t- teaches you, those are all in his book. And guess what? You could spend the $25 and buy his fucking book. Right. Yeah. See, I, I'll be honest. I, I disagree with you guys in a, in a little bit of a way because I don't think he went into it 
really thinking that, hey, I wasn't going to do this or whatnot. I really no, do. No, I think it changed for him. It did. But and it didn't change this quickly. After month three, it still hadn't changed. It wasn't until later on when he saw how much weight he could lose on his own that he said, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this first because I'm because I'm I, significant I, I can do it. I'm but here's the uh, thing too there are risks with any surgeries and when you do do any of the surgeries it is permanent so I can see why he's like okay I'm still losing I'm still losing let me just hold off and see what happens no and then, I don't know I I Mm-mm. just I I don't know I I, I mean maybe it's sure. because mediocre white men are my trigger but he was very much like the guy from Florida right where I don't think so because that guy didn't lose weight he did on his own at first. Well, not and much. Once he was successful, he was like, oh, look what I can do. I don't need you. I've got it all because I'm the best. Well, you I know, don't think this guy was arrogant, though. Like, I don't know. I think was. his personality was different. <laughs> I want to hear what Wes has to say. <laughs> I think that I think it's an excuse. To not get the surgery? To not get the surgery. I think that you know, you don't get to be over 500 pounds without having an addiction to, to food. You just mm-hmm. don't. Right. You just don't. Full stop. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. And if you don't address that addiction, mm-hmm. you'll do good in the short term. Right. Mm-hmm. But in the long term, you're not going to do well. And so, um, which doctor now kept telling him and right. he's like, and so, Oh, but I know right. better than you. Right. He and didn't so, say that though. He didn't say right. I know better than you. He he didn't he didn't say that with his words, but he said that with his actions. Absolutely, hundred percent. And and he and you know, and and I, you know, if this if this gentleman continues to lose weight on his own without the surgery, I wish him all the best. Right. And I hope I I pray, because I've been there. I have been there. I've been in that life. I've been in that mind space. I've been where it's so dark. All you do is eat because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. You, you're filling that empty void in yourself. Yep. You 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 want to die, but you you don't know how to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get real here. Yeah. You don't know how to kill yourself, and you don't have the guts to take a gun and blow your brains out. You don't have the guts to take pills and, and go to sleep. You don't have the guts to jump off of a building or uh, put, you know, commit suicide any other way. So you do it by eating food and you're killing yourself by eating food because you're committing suicide by eating all that The long-term food. suicide plan. You're yeah. doing long-term suicide. And, um, and if you don't... Uh, if you don't fight those demons and you don't beat those demons, they're going to always come back. And I, I don't ever want them to come back for him. And I, I, I hope that he continues on this journey that he does, but I, it just makes me very nervous when, when someone refuses the help that they're given, that they're mm-hmm. offered um, because they think they can do it on their own. Because if you notice, he started doing things like when they were going grocery shopping, he bought strawberries. Right. Now, every, everyone, thinks, right, everyone <laughs> thinks that strawberries are healthy, but strawberries have sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. Sugar turns into carbs. Mm-hmm. He bought sugar-free or low-fat ice cream. 
that's just a step stone from sugar-free low-fat ice cream then turns into yeah. oh just one regular ice cream cone when they went to the movies if you looked he bought a hot dog mm-hmm. you know and you know you're allowed to cheat i i've cheated i have right now i have dark chocolate lint right here on my desk mm-hmm. you know you know i cheat it happens it does but but you know i had the surgery <laughs> you know uh i've i've lost 238 pounds and i'm still losing Yay! i just you That's know amazing. i just i just joined a new gym today and and got a new trainer right like Yay! i did all of these things and i'm making the steps to go forward mm-hmm. and i see him and i i just i could see the little things like I can see him, he didn't have the surgery. And then I see him, he didn't have the surgery. Then I see him buying the strawberries, which are essentially candy. And he bought the the low-fat ice cream bars, which are going to, I know for a fact, are going to turn into regular ice cream bars. Mm-hmm. He bought a hot dog. Yep. You know, and that hot dog, is that going to turn into two hot dogs? And now the fact that he didn't have the surgery means that he could fit two hot dogs into his stomach. Yep. Yep. And see, this is my point. This is exactly my point, right? He he gets a little success and he thinks, oh, I can do this. Now that's different from the, I get a little success and I continue. It helps to motivate me. Like seeing my progress in the gym motivates me, you know, like to lift heavier or whatever. Not in that good way. Like he, he's like, oh, I can do this after all. Uh, you know, I'm big, bad, you know, whatever. Um, the, the professional who has the expertise that I went to is telling me I should do this, but I'm not going to listen to him because I, the mediocre white man, know better because that's how my entire life has been. That's where that syndrome that I call it you know, comes in. Right. Well, right. And, and, then, and then, and yeah. then let's, then, then let's also think about you know, he also says that he's so happy that he's being able to do it with his mother and his brother again. So the impression that I get from that, and maybe this is just the narrative that the edit is trying to push, mm-hmm. you know, he's fulfilling that need that he didn't have as a child. He's getting time with his mother back, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he's getting his mom back. He's, he's going to the movies with his mom because he mm-hmm. said it himself in the show. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to go to the movies more when I was a kid because we didn't have money. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so now he's going to the movies with his mom. Well, he even Dr. P pointed it out and told her well, to, yeah. to basically do that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so he's doing things with his mom, but he, we've already established that his mom, in his own words, she'll do, she'll be good. She'll be there for a while, but then, you know, she'll be good, 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 and then she'll go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's going to happen so, when she goes away again? What's going to happen when she goes away again? And now that he hasn't had the surgery, he physically he physically has, he does not have something in him that will physically make him stop mm-hmm. from engorging himself. Mm-hmm. Because if he had the surgery and he went back to eating 12 breakfast burritos, I'm here to tell you right now, after one breakfast burrito, he would throw up. Right. You know? And And so, I mean... Here's the thing, too, is if he had the surgery, it's not like the things he's doing 
that made that were successful. He was successful on Dr. Now's program thus far, you know, creating his own mm-hmm. fasting rules, whatever, which I think he's going down disordered eating route, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but but he he did this stuff. If he had the surgery, he would still be doing that stuff after the surgery anyway. Like you just talked about, you're eating yeah. right, you know, you're you're going to the gym, you're doing those things. He would still be doing all those things with his mom and and brother. Although I don't think his brother needed to lose weight. Although mm-hmm. eating healthy and being active is always good, right? Regardless mm-hmm. of your size, um, you know. So so he would still be doing those things. It would just be an additional tool to help be a backstop against the twelve breakfast burritos he could still do that well and and in fact um i'm getting old i lost my train of thought here in fact um oh my god good god never mind we're gonna (laughs) we do that all the time (laughs) all the time oh yeah. yeah um yeah no okay we can yeah um, no I, I wish I wish him the best. I, I you know, I, I am I am disappointed that he didn't have the surgery. I'm pissed that he didn't have the surgery because the he he took the spot of somebody else that could have right. had that surgery. Yeah. So you know, let's. It's good that he's doing so well at as of this show. As a, I don't know what he's how he's doing now. I didn't look him up. Right. I don't even know if he has social media. He but does. I sent Katrina something. Lexi okay. messaged him. Okay. I think <laughs> she found him. <laughs> she always does during the show. Yeah. The show's not even finished airing, yeah. and she's 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 found him. So wait, let me let me go back to real talk because you were talking about this earlier, and and you know there's this, there's this fear. There's so much of what you talk about when you get real that reminds me of my life in addiction right and what i mm-hmm. in 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 substance abuse addiction and things like that right and that's what my mm-hmm. my reality is and my world you know consists of and you see people who do the equivalent of what you're you know going to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. listening oh i can do this on my own i can do this okay more power yeah. to you if you can more power to you oh i'm not really yeah. an alcoholic i'm not you know whatever you know right. if you can go or out they, and say or sober, they go to a a or they go to AA, or they work the program for three or four years. They do really well, and then they have a relapse because mm-hmm, they're like, "Oh, I, I don't need to go to meetings." Right? Because they, they got off the program. They thought they they could do it on their own. They stopped working it. It's the same thing. Yeah, there's all kinds of all kinds of things. You know, there's a lot of parallels there. Um, but but also like this this fear of getting the surgery. So we you know we we talked about it a little bit when we were covering the guy from Florida. And we we talked about we're starting to talk about it a little bit here too is you know this like he maybe had a medical fear that other guy or this guy mm-hmm. has a fear clearly of maybe a fear of failure if he goes ahead with the surgery and then he doesn't lose the weight like then he's gonna fail again mm-hmm. maybe if I just don't get the surgery you know I, there's a lot of parallels to that in in my world too because there's like you know what if I what if I can't you know, if I stop drinking and I tell people I can't stop, say stopped. And, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there, there's parallels there. And I, I really can understand that visceral fear underneath that we don't acknowledge, mm-hmm. right. That's right. keeping us from getting healthy. <clears throat> but that's also part and parcel though. That's also the addiction talking, right. 
because that's that's the addiction mm-hmm. trying right. to find any way to stay in your to stay to right. stay alive right you know right. because like i i don't know if if i shared this with you guys or not but for for many many for for years i worked uh in addiction and recovery i worked um i worked in a rehab facility right and so i in in houston and one of the things we learned was that when you when you form an addiction to something what happens is you know it, the physical change it does in your body is it is it changes the chemical makeup of the receptors in your brain right. where it your brain your brain figures out that if it does this action mm-hmm. then it re, then it builds a system. dopamine receptor right that mm-hmm. it short circuits pleasure. that reward right, right. That so then it learns that if it continues to do that then it gives pleasure Yes. So then, you know, that's the late, that's the, the short, short. Right. 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 I remember learning about that in rehab and I was just yeah. fascinated right. at the yeah. way the yeah. brain short circuits itself. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, you know, and so whenever you take that, whenever you cut that off, you know, that pleasure receptor starts to die. So the brain, you know, the brain is trying to hold on to that. So mm-hmm. it's going to do whatever it can to keep that there. And so, yep. You know, it's going to say, okay, well, what if we do this to keep it, you know? And so that fear, is that real fear? Or it, you know, maybe it is fear, but is it also the addiction trying to stay there, right? Right. And so, you know, you have to be cognizant of that. That's why you have to work the program. You have to work at that addiction because you have to be self-aware. You have to, and I'm going to brag about myself a little bit here. That is one thing I will say about myself is <clears throat> before I started doing any anything of my weight loss or anything is I had to take a long, hard look at my myself. Mm-hmm. That's something I still do. I'm still having to do now because I had to learn what the hell was going on, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yep. And, um, and I had to recognize and see when it was coming down the pipeline, you know, is to be able to differentiate, is that a real emotion or mm-hmm. is that me trying to deflect or, you know, is that delusion, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. You got to do the work. It, yeah. 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 To learn and that you've stuff. Got, and you've got to learn to do that. There's no shortcuts in life. There's no shortcuts in it. Nope. You know, and it may, and, it, and if there, you, you do take a shortcut, it may yield positive results now. But in the long term, yeah, yeah, you know, it's you know, it's like building. What do they say? It's like building a house. If you build it upon a weak foundation, right, you might get three or four stories in, but eventually that foundation is going to break. And I feel like that's this guy, this crispy, right? Mm-hmm. He built it on a weak. If he's going to build his weight loss on a weak foundation, you know, and he's bypassing one of the greatest tools that they that you can have mm-hmm. you know he has all these other tools eating right and mm-hmm. food scales and all these things you can do to that are tools in oh. your thing and now i remember what i was going to say going back to that and because he's doing so well pre-surgery if he has the surgery that only encourage that that is only going to help him to heal and recover faster mm-hmm. you know because if he is really doing the work he's supposed to be doing and he's, you know, exercising and losing the weight and changing his eating habits and all of that stuff, his recovery time is halved, like in half. You know, instead of being down a month, he might be down two weeks, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And right. there are still things he could do from the bed to exercise, right. you know? 
And let's be honest, I'm telling you right now, he's going to be on a liquid diet for a week before and a week after, if not <sighs> two to three weeks after. Maybe you're going to drop even more weight. Right, <laughs> you know, right. That liquid diet. You can exercise from the bed. Well, let's go into this. And Lexi, I'd love to hear what, what your thoughts are on, you know, as as he progressed, um, his eating got, to me, uh, it seemed to be more and more disordered as he, like, was going along. Um, did, was that just me? Or did you see anything, like, with the with the way he was fasting and, the you know, the way he was treating, you know, not eating at all? Or, you know what I mean? Like, that was it's all the beginning, but throughout the rest of the episode until the end when he does the other stuff, I don't feel like they showed very much of it. Uh, he had the lettuce wraps with his daughter. Mm-hmm. They showed Which is that, right? Yeah. I don't think they showed a lot of it. No, I think it was more of just like his talk about okay. it, you know, from, from the five-day fasting. And it seemed like as it progressed, like there were just little hints, it seemed to me, that he was not eating on a normal healthy kind of level i don't know i will say i will say that he talked about eating a lot of salads and i i do know that uh, we were told to not eat salads you know or to limit our consumption of salads because salads are very uh they don't have very much nutrients to them right and they take up valuable space right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. They're just filler, you know, you know, you you want more, you want, you want protein, you know, right. so you eat a lot of protein rich foods, very, very few vegetables, uh, avoid fruits if at all possible, because fruits just break down into sugar, which turns into carbs. Mm-hmm. Same thing with potatoes and starches. They just turn into sugar, which breaks down into carbs, um, stuff like that. Lexi, as a vegetarian, what are you breaking? Your... You broke up. Oh, as a vegetarian, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and someone who eats, you know, tree bark. Um, <laughs> like, what what are your what are your thoughts on him eating so, just nothing but? Here's my thing. Forget stuff. about my me being a pescatarian, or let's like. I always do that. I call you a vegetarian. It's okay. You're actually, a pescatarian. I was a vegan for four years, but and I was the healthiest I've ever felt. But I feel like. It, Every person, and this is like my my Chinese medicine and, and my field that I'm in now, every person is unique. Everybody is unique. And so everybody needs different things. Of course, everyone needs protein, hands down. You can't live without protein. You, you feel full on protein. Um, That's my first when I'm eating and I have right. limited space. I always like I know if I make a white first. egg omelet with vegetables in the morning, like I'll use like one yolk and eat and use like the rest, you know, just like egg whites and have a high protein breakfast. I'm good for the rest of the day. Like I'll feel full or just like satisfied. Mm -hmm. Like I will always disagree with people saying not to eat fruit. I will always disagree with that, but I will say in moderation, but everybody's different. So like, for instance, Wes's case where he had the surgery, Mm -hmm. there's only so much room for him to eat. So it's like, okay, you have to eat the most nutrient dense food. And every time you eat, right? Because you're only a lot, like you can only, only get so it, but so right. much. Yeah. Whereas like an average person can eat a lot more at one sitting, not that you necessarily should, but so I feel like, 
I feel like portion sizes in America. Like, that's a whole series that's right there. A whole other thing. <laughs> but I can understand why Dr. Now's program is set up the way it is because you have people coming in that are so dependent upon carbs mm-hmm. and addicted to sugar and carbs. So eliminating all that, because you know, fruit does turn into, like you talked yeah. about earlier, what it turns into. Like I can see where he's coming from. He has to make it kind of like black and white, like high protein, no carbs. You know, I get that. But he's dealing with a different population of people than like the general. Mm-hmm population so yes and 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 that's what i'm speaking to and and we also have to remember you know the there's that old adage that they say oh your stomach will you know if you just you know stop eating so much and eventually your stomach will shrink and da da da. no that's not true your stomach will not shrink (laughs) right like your stomach is a muscle that's designed to stretch out but it does not shrink it does not go back right and so that's that's why you have to have that's why you have the surgery so mm-hmm. that you cut the excess of the of the, the stomach the that you stretch right. out. So right. that right. Makes, you know? yeah, that makes sense. And, and then and then also, you know, a, a, another part of the reason why you have the surgery, and, and this is, you know, we're going to get into the technical part about it is when they when they remove uh, Doctor Nelsarden uh, recommends that you first have uh, the gastric sleeve. Okay. So Doctor Nelsarden does two surgeries. He does the gastric sleeve, and then he does the bypass. The bypass mm-hmm. is is the most serious surgery and that's where they literally bypass a large portion of the stomach and connect straight to i think it's either the small intestines or the large intestines one of the two right mm-hmm. and so and in doing that that's you know there's no coming back from it there's nothing else you can do that's the last resort um so he what he likes to do what dr nalgon prefers to do is he first prefers to do the gastric sleeve because that cuts a portion of the stomach off. It does not require any um, uh, bypassing of anything. Okay. It just shrinks the size of the stomach. But when he, and so then that way, if that fails, then he can then move on to the bypass. Okay, um, okay. But uh, when he removes the portion of your stomach, he's also removing the portion of your stomach that regulates, that has the hormone in it. Is it the feeling of uh, being full? So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Uh... Um, so, uh, so you don't you don't crave food anymore. You you just don't for a, for a certain amount of time because you don't have that hormone in your body any longer. We'll be right back. And now back to the broadcast. Um, and I know that there's a lot of us that have uh, the hormone. I don't even I didn't learn about this, but I just heard about it. About um, some people don't know when they're full. They can eat and eat and mm-hmm. never be full. And I really think I'm one of them. Um, uh-huh. Where there's no stopping yeah. point. Whereas others are like, I'm full. I'm going to stop now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. genetically are like, nope, I can still eat and eat and never yeah. feel full. That was mm-hmm. me with mm-hmm. alcohol. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, when you have that gastric, when you have the, the gastric sleeve, they they cut the portion of the stomach that has that hormone away so that uh, you you will feel full. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. You know, yeah. and so and it's because it it, it is a tool that you use to mm-hmm. aid you just like a treadmill or an elliptical machine or anything right. else like that. Exactly. A trainer, a gym membership, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And if you ultimately like change your diet after, you know, because of your whatever your lifestyle and stuff. But like, yeah, like mm-hmm. Dr. Now takes me back to this. He's 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 the expert, you know. Um mm-hmm. go to the expert and then disregard what they're telling you. Like, 
okay well you know just like that other guy like you're gonna lose a lot at first and that's great but then it's gonna slow down it's gonna slow down and then you're gonna stop and every exact thing happened and that's the same thing that's gonna be with this doctor now did say that he beat all of his odds and statistics and he said he's never seen a patient lose the amount of weight that he's seen with this person not having surgery he did say that but he he but then he but he also did say that but in the long term he suspects that he will fail Mm-hmm. especially if um, it's an eating disorder that's causing him right, but I, so that, I, I think but yeah. I will, okay but i i will say though I, I also wonder you know the show does not pay for your surgery right mm-hmm. you know you have to pay for your own surgery so that 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 makes me wonder um this, this gentleman's not working mm-hmm. you know uh and surgeries are not cheap <laughs> right right and so I wonder maybe is was that a factor as well? Like, you know, could he simply just not afford the surgery? If he's on Medicaid, they should pay for it, right? If uh well, if he's on Medicare, yes, they should, but is he on Medicare? I don't know. We don't know. I just always working, I would assume. I assume they're all on Medicare and all getting disability of some kind. I would assume, but um, you know, that's that is dependent upon the state that you live in, right? Because yeah, the yeah, state that even though they all, even though those are federal programs, they yeah, are regulated by the state that you live in, yeah, right? Yeah. And um they there is a base, there is a base limit of coverage that Medicare has to provide. I do know that like, you know, I was on disability for many, many years. Um you have to be on disability for a minimum of two years before you qualify for Medicare. Oh wow. Um okay. And so uh, in order to qualify for Medicaid, you can get that automatically if you are on um, not Social Security disability. It's the other disability. Like Social Security disability is the one that pays a larger portion. Like it pays um, a portion of what you made, like what you contributed versus uh, the other sort of disability. I can't remember the, I don't remember the exact name of it, like SSI or something like that. That's yeah. the one that pays only if there's like $500 a month. Okay. That one is also dependent upon your assets. So you're okay. not, you're not able to have, uh, and again, these are rules for Texas. I don't know how they are for Oklahoma, right? Right. In Texas, right. like you're not allowed, you're, you know, you're not allowed to have a certain amount of money in the bank. You're not allowed to have more than one car, X, you know, X, Y, Z or whatever. Um, and so if he was on disability, I would assume that in Oklahoma, it's probably like Texas because it's a very conservative state as well. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you probably had to be on disability for a minimum of two years. And I think he was working w- within the last two years, correct? He might have been. I don't remember I don't the know. specifics of it. But yeah. that's, I mean, that's all good, really good food for thought. I mean, there was just a lot with him. Like, how did he continue to defy the odds, right? Losing all the weight. He just, he did. I don't know. There was just so many things about it that screamed eating disorder to me or disordered oh, yeah. eating. And he may, in fact, he may go the opposite. I, I actually, if anything, think he may be anorexic at one point or something like stop eating completely. Well, and you can, and you know, you can be anorexic and be large, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's know, the behavior. Like, it's yeah. the, so, yeah. Y'all said, and you said that you had looked him up. Is he, is he still doing well? He posted a little bit in February and whatnot. His face looks thinner. He he doesn't he hasn't posted very much. It's hard to mm-hmm. see. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he has the beard, which is darker. So, you know, 
and mm-hmm. he wears dark shirts. I will say though, <laughs> this is a funny anecdote. Girl, I recognize all them. Oh, see, I can see in his neck that he's lost weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, uh, them shorts that he's wearing, I know exactly where he got them shorts from. <laughs> Those are from King Size Direct. I, I recognize them shorts the minute he put them on. I'm like, oh, the King Size Direct, and those are probably four to five X. I know them shorts. They did him dirty on his interview, like the lady who didn't wear panties, and they had and they filmed up her crotch with this yeah. guy. The way that they like pulled his shorts up and his shirt back, like giving him. You like, didn't the see pull- what they did to mine. Oh, I did. I have a picture of <laughs> I don't it. Don't even remember. I totally yes. remember, but this guy, they did him worse than they did you. That's because I didn't let them do it to me that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I got up. No, I'm honestly, like they hiked him up a little bit and I picked that shit right back out. You're like, I'm not having this. I'm not getting no moose knuckle. <laughs> no, I'm like, you're already fucking my hair up. You're not going to show everything <laughs> That is so funny. Um, yeah, they, they, it, they, it was bad. It was bad, but um Interesting. Yeah, I didn't hate this guy as much. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate this guy as much as I hated the guy from Florida, but I did feel he's just a little too um, full of himself in the I got this way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, one of the things I heard when I was in rehab and living at the sober house was like, if you ever say I've got this, then you're fucked because you always have to be diligent and i feel like he's kind i don't think of he like, said i got this i think no, he, said, I he, he basically this. did he basically I, he, like i've got this i, I don't, don't need doctor now he didn't and I, say and I feel that like though. that's just dangerous he, he didn't say, have that. To say the words he said i want right, to keep I, trying and see how it goes like oh, i feel like you're putting just, words in his mouth like i really I, do i i just i'm just saddened with the fact that and the way that I look at it, and maybe I look at it a little differently because I was a cast member on the show. Right. Well, that's what we but, love your perspective. Yeah. Right. That's why we want I, you I here. Look, <laughs> exactly. Right. I just look, I just look at it like, you know, and again, I wish him all the best. And if he's continuing to lose weight, then I am so proud of him, right? Yeah. I'm so great. proud of him. Absolutely. And I, I hope that he does great. And I am not speaking ill of this man. I don't know him from Adam. I've never met him. I've never met anybody else from the show. I've reached out to a couple of them. They never responded back to me. So oh, really? I was going to ask you that, actually. Yeah. So fuck them all. I don't know why, but whatever. I think I'm awesome, so fuck them. But um, uh, I, I I look at it like he took the spot of somebody else that could have been there, and that person may have died now because of their weight. Right. And that might, I know that might be overreacting, but it's like, no, overreacting. hundred percent, you know, parallels like that, again, like, like that person could have died because they didn't get the surgery that they needed mm-hmm. because that man took up a spot on that, on the roster. Right. Right. You know, and if, if, you know, if, if, if I, I feel like if, and I don't, and I don't also understand why, like the production company continued to film him afterwards. Like, I don't understand why, like, that's what really pisses me off. Is it's like, if he said, I'm not going to film, if I'm not going to have the surgery, then why did they continue to film him? Why do they continue to film every single person this season? The woman who ghosted him last, was it last week? Yeah. The last, last week's episode, Stephanie. I, 
I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't okay. Well, she literally okay. goes to she him. Goes, and she she straight up goes to him. He blocked him. They and blocked felt. him. And they continued yeah. to film and they did the whole. And then we, we said this is that every time they show Dr. Now B roll, which I've mentioned before, the B roll of Dr. Now used to be him looking at these big old x rays on the old, uh-huh. ye old style uh-huh. x ray thing. Now it's him at his computer with like, you know, patient charts yeah. in front of him. Which they're you know the blurred out or whatever, but whenever uh-huh. they show Doctor now B roll, it's because the person ghosted him. Yeah. Well, I think so Natasha is the one who pointed it out. Yes, tea. I want some tea. Okay. Pipe and I hope I don't get a call. I hope I don't get a call like a week after this episode airs from like the production company. But <laughs> fuck it. Oh well, they're too busy in their lawsuits to deal with us. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to listen to us. Right. Hell, they they still fucking know. You know, I'm not going down that road. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's very. Let's just say it's. When does this show usually? When does this show (laughs) usually premiere? When is its season usually premiere? December. Is it? When did it premiere this year? It was late this year. They had the dates up and everything, and then they didn't. Oh really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah, they and they ended up airing a, a season of a shortened season of Where Are They Now? Yeah, because we had it on the oh, calendar and everything. That's... We had it on the calendar, and then they didn't air it. And then we're like, okay. And then they changed, and just like all TLC shows do that. We 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 we're ninety day people for so long. We were so used to just never knowing when the season was going to end or start. So it started late. So what happened? Yeah. What does that mean? What happened? Well, um, just the I, I wonder, schedule they had. <laughs> I wonder why they had to start. I wonder why, because you guys know, you know, behind the scenes, like TLC does not produce the show, right? right. Like the production company is Megalom Media produces yes. the show, yes, and then they sell it to TLC, right? And, and then Discovery, TLC, and then right, yeah. And then Discovery is the one that decides when it airs. Right. But why would Discovery buy the show? Because, like, I was done with all of my stuff. They could have aired you, is what you're saying. Right. I was done with all of my stuff. I'm not going to give an, I, I don't know if I can yeah. give an exact time frame. But let's just say I was done with all of my stuff in late. Uh, mid to late 2022 right so your stuff could have aired right right all of my stuff was already done and so if if there if my season was projected to have aired uh in in the fall of 2022 and my stuff was already done before the fall of 2022 right why did Discovery buy those? They because they had to pay Megalo Media for that stuff, right? Why did they shell out that money and then risk potential money loss from their advertisers? Because it's about it's a money game, right? Mm-hmm. Why did they risk potential money loss from their advertisers this entire time and then post it late? Like what happened? That's what I want to know. The lawsuits what happened. probably happened. That got there's something tied into that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, they obviously had content they could have aired. It wasn't like whatever they mm-hmm. planned to air, they couldn't do. It was late or whatever. 
Yeah. And they had spent money and time on advertising, started advertising that December date. So yeah. is this why Dr. Now is acting differently this season than the past seasons? Because he's a lot nicer. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. You should see some clips. Have you seen like the old school episodes? Some of the old well, school like, ones yes. are funny. Like, oh my God. Like you there's yeah. some there's some old school ones that you need to watch that if you have yeah, like there's classic episodes that you need to watch. Right. Like the one with well, the woman had so- the um the maggots in her skin. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I haven't seen that one. The one with the well, sandwich so between like, her folds. Right. Well, and see, and so like I, so like I feel like, I guess my, I feel like my season is going to get like the the same reputation of like Drag Race season seven season where like that they were considered like the boring season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. No, I think because the boring like, one was the COVID one when they just followed people at home and they followed people. They followed Dr. Now, a lot of Dr. Mm-hmm. Now B-roll in that season because like nobody right. could have the surgery. So right, it was like, right. they did so, you know, just like they did with 90 day and diaries and yeah. all the other bullshit that yeah, yeah. was happening on TV. Well, because right. it's but, like, but that is how we got Tiger King. So not all. Is yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because it's like, you know, cause it's like, from my understanding, has, has there been very much drama this season? That's been pretty blah. Stephanie was a little, I thought, but you don't have, you don't have people like what's her name, Sheree. You don't have Stephen Asante. Do you believe in God? You don't have Stephen Asante. You don't have. um, Which is sad to say, but we need him back. Like we need him on. We need. He is like. Was he the drug addict that was? Yeah, like missing teeth. Yeah, he yeah. and his brother, and yes, it, yes, yes, he yes, flung yes. himself off the back of a golf cart. It, they're yeah. they're really pain medicine the, to go to the hospital. We had that. a request on our Facebook group to cover the Asante brothers episodes. So I'm down like to do th- that one. There's like three episodes because there was the original yeah. one, and then there's the where are they now, and like part one, and there's like a yeah, mm-hmm, they follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, their and their poor dad. They're like their poor dad was just. <sighs> That whole family yeah. was so dysfunctional. They were like that because their poor dad. Don't get poor dad. Yeah, I was gonna say, the dad, dad was, was awful. awful. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> we've been at this way too long. <laughs> yeah, that always happens with us. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but um, we probably should start wrapping it up. Um, other comments and things about the episode. That Okay, so I'll just go to the end. Yeah. So he goes back and forth between being Wade. He goes to see Dr. Paradise. Dr. Paradise. You want to talk about about Dr. Paradise. He just says that his homework is to let his mom take care of him, like cook for him, and that he should do activities with his mom that remind him of his childhood or a childhood, I should say, like hitting a beach ball around or even going to the movies together, which they do. Um, Now we're going to fast forward to just month 11. Chris weighs in at 382. So he has a weight loss of a recent weight loss of 99 pounds, total weight loss of 238 pounds. His mom and his brother also lose some weight. Then at the very end, because I'm just going to fast forward through it all, mm-hmm. month 12, um, his current weight is 364 with a, uh, yeah, 364. And wow, he was 364. I didn't even realize that. I put it with a current with a recent weight loss of or a total weight loss of 256. I don't know why I'm having trouble talking. Um, let me, yeah, you wanted to talk about the th- therapy episodes. 
Uh, just wanted to say those motherfuckers stole my group therapy session. <laughs> and I was pissed about it. Tell me more. Uh, yes. So, you know, they had the set, like, you know, they had mentioned, I don't know if it made, I don't, can't remember if it made it in my episode. Yes, they showed me going to Dr. Paradise, but mm-hmm. it had been mentioned. They were like, oh, would you like to have therapy with your dad in the session? And, you know, maybe that's something we'll do because we've never done that before. And I'm like, yeah, sure, that'd be fun. And then they never called me and now this motherfucker has it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have stole my storyline. Stole my, <laughs> and I could have done it better. I could have cried. <laughs> I could have made something happen. You sure could have. I could have made it entertaining. Jesus Christ, these people. Get on all my fours, try to take a picture of yourself, see what happens. There you go. Like I could give them something. Like just, just give me like a web series or something. You know. Follow Wes now. Yeah. <laughs> Gay sexcapades, sexcapades with five hundred. When are you starting your podcast? Oh, honey, that is hopefully soon. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to do a podcast with two other people, right? That's true. You got to sync up schedules, and one of them is a yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to sync up people's schedules. Oh yes, we're we're aware. <laughs> we're aware. <laughs> Scheduling issues. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so I think we've um exhausted crispy. Um, but now I want some either crispy fried chicken or crispy cream donut. I don't know which one, but I think I have some peeps downstairs, so that might be my bedtime Ugh. snacks. Peeps, <laughs> you eat those nasty little things. Ugh. Oh, Great peeps food. are disgusting. Oh, you probably gosh, don't like candy corn stuff. either. Candy corn is even worse. No, that is disgusting. Why don't you just go eat dirt? Yeah. <laughs> my headphones fell you know, off. No, it is delicious. That was black licorice. I was That's... so upset over your peeps comment. My headphones flew off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all the peeps for me. Um, I'm going to take you down to National Harbor, Lexi. I'm taking you to the peep store. <laughs> oh, God, I'll burn that bitch down. All the marshmallows will probably like blow up. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're threatening destruction, and she's not Big Brother. No, she's I'm not. not. She's no, not. not. She's kidding. She's kidding. <laughs> she's like, Jesus Christ. She's just gonna have s'mores. She's just gonna take graham crackers and chocolate and have s'mores. Yeah, that's, that's what we're gonna have, do. Has, has anybody like here burned a peeps just to see what they look like, or is that just yeah. me when I was little? Okay, that's it's not sociopathic. sociopathic. No, 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 it's no. Sociopath. I'm just curious. Like I. Nobody's I should, lit a pizza I should have my, my child psychologist friend uh Turn it diagnose you. <laughs> no. Um hey, I have a psych got... degree. I'm not crazy, I promise. I would like to say that Wes Schultz is not affiliated with the fraud anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there is listening and is thinking, wow, yes, I tried to light a pizza on fire to make it a s'more. Okay. It's not just if you have to hit us up, let us know. Hit us up on the Facebook group, hit us up on Instagram. Follow all of us, all the socials, the links, all of that is down below. So is our website, thefraudcast.com. Um, we've got some merch on there. It's like a little bit older school. There's some like Cody stuff on there. We don't have anything recent on there right now, but um, um, go check out, you know, check out the merch. Um, 
If you like us, please leave us a five-star review. Leave us a nice little note. That'd be great for us to read and really lift our spirits and help us love each other and love ourselves. Wes, do you have any parting words for us? You you took them out of my mouth. Just love yourself. Always love yourself. Well, I know it's been in your mouth, so I really don't <laughs> want to be there. So and And thank you guys for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you. It's always a blast to chat with you, Wes. And I, without spoiling anything, this won't be the last you'll hear of Wes. Yes. So <laughs> we are very excited about some upcoming recording things of um, some awesome interviews and things that we've got coming up. So keep listening to us at the broadcast. Co- um, subscribe to the show so that you do not miss an episode. Um, we love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.